it's a nice summer weekend. A lot of people get out of Dodge, go up to the cottage. There have been a lot of complaints as of late. The cottage is getting more expensive. The property taxes are brutal now. Uh, there are a lot more uh, weekend warriors coming up and rentals. And people say that peace and tranquility is being lost in cottage country. There are monster cottages. I mean, there are a lot of things to complain about. But at the end of the day, after that you know, massive commute to the cottage in traffic, you can, there's nothing like, you know, having a fun and tonic, sitting on the dock and just breathing a a sigh of relief that you are there up in God's country, as some people like to call it, your happy place. There's some bad news if you uh, refer to your cottage as your happy place and you've been struggling lately with bills and things like that. Terry Reese joins us now. He's executive director of the Federation of Ontario Cottagers Associations. And Terry... Uh, welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, happy to be on today. You're sounding the alarm that the Ontario Energy Board is going to hold a hearing later this month to talk about the elimination of seasonal rate class for cottagers. Can you tell us a little bit about what this means and what exactly that is? Well, that's right. Uh, the Ontario Energy Board is the regulator for our, our utilities, and Hydro One is the major customer or the major provider for uh, electricity uh, across rural Ontario has been ordered to eliminate one of their rate classes, and that's the seasonal rate class. That's 154,000 meters and customers across the province. So they're going to be reclassified uh, in the months ahead. And so what does this mean for cottagers? Well, for cottagers, uh, if you're a seasonal, uh, currently a seasonal designation, you're going to be reclassified into one of two classes. You're going to be either a medium density or a low density class. So for about 84,000 people, that's seasonal customers, that's 84,000 families, they're going to be reclassified as a as a low-density customer, which is an expensive customer class. That's going to mean $1,000 per year per customer increase. Do you fear this is going to be the straw that breaks a lot of cottagers' backs? You mentioned earlier there's a lot of stresses on our household budgets, uh, property taxes being one. Uh, we carry a lot of the freight in rural Ontario as property owners. Uh, this is definitely going to be a problem for families that that have legacy properties that might have been, you know, go back generations, and this this just might be the straw. There, you're uh, saying that the Ontario Energy Board um, has decided to raise these because they have been uh, told to do so and catch up right away. So, uh, what exactly would people be charged for here? So, what we're going to see is a change to the delivery cost. So, that's the delivery portion of your bill. Oh, we so all love that the- portion. Right. So despite the fact that you might be conserving all the energy you like, or maybe if you don't use any at all, uh, the delivery portion of your bill is going to be significantly increased. So that's despite whatever you do, whether you keep the lights off or conserve energy, it's going to be just the cost of being a customer is going to increase dramatically for, for anyone who's a, uh, previously a seasonal customer that gets reclassified as, a, as an R2 or a low-density customer. And this is because of de- a delay in the uh, rates being raised, is that correct? Uh, well, this was, a, again, uh, Ontario Hydro is a regulated utility, and the Ontario Energy Board as the regulator has, has, has ruled that they, sh- they should make this change. So th- we'll be getting the bad news from our uh, service provider, which is Hydro One. Uh, this is a decision of the Ontario Energy Board. So uh, despite what, the, you know, what we've heard from the government, and we've been hoping that we get uh, fair and equitable and transparent uh, uh, hydro rates and affordability for families, uh, this is this is uh, this is going to be a tough one. And your next bill may reflect both the 2019 increase and the retroactive charges to cover the 2018 increase. You're saying? 
That's right. So there's two things happening. There's a regular rate increase that's been approved by the OEB. That's going to take place uh, starting July 1. So we're going to see that. That's just your regular run-of-the-mill, you know, what we expect to get every every uh, so often from our utilities. That's going to go up. This second thing about the seasonal class is going to be the more dramatic change, and that'll happen sometime in the months ahead. And you're not sure if it's going to be phased in over multiple bills or not, or right away on a single bill. This is unclear. Ontario yeah. Hydro's got to submit their plans, and the Ontario Energy Board will approve or modify those as they see fit. So we'll hopefully have a chance uh, throughout the next uh, the coming months to to weigh in and and uh, talk about what they're what they're planning to do. If that's not enough, you're fearing there's going to be another uh, thing that could be problematic for cottagers. Can you get into that? Oh well, I I think just the dramatic increase in in the delivery rates are, are what's going to really put people on the on the brink in terms of their household budgets. That's the again the elimination of the seasonal class. Okay. So I, I'll say that the reclassification will benefit yep. a little bit some of the customers. The more interesting thing is that it will dramatically negatively impact more than half of the seasonal customers. Again, 84,000 families are going to see, you know, this is going to be like an $85 million hit to rural Ontarians. And, you know, you said that they're proposing the elimination of the seasonal rate. Uh, Is is there any way to stop this? Well, we're continuing to talk. We're an intervener at the Ontario Energy Board, so we'd like to talk to them about affordability and and relay to them on behalf of our constituents. That's Ontario's. 250,000 waterfront property owners, just exactly how that's going to impact their budgets. The Ontario Energy Board has ruled on this. So whether there's any room for movement, uh, that's something that we're going to continue to talk to them about and and talk to the Ministry of of Energy. Terry, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kelly. An important issue and appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, He is the Executive Director of the Federation of Ontario Cottagers Associations. And that is uh, just another indication that cottage country is becoming a place, you know, it doesn't matter if you grew up going to your grandma and grandpa's cottage and you have, a, as Terry said, some people have legacy cottages and they've been finding that the property taxes have increased so much so that a lot of these people have had to make the very tough decision to get out of something that has been, you know, part of the family for generations. And I'm just wondering if cottage country is now just for the wealthy, I don't know what, uh, you know, our premier is going to say about this, but he, he comes from a family that has cash and he's got a cottage. So is it a thousand bucks going to um, drive them out of cottage country? A thousand bucks extra a year? Maybe not. But I just want to open up the phone lines here and ask you the proposed elimination of seasonal rates for in hydro for cottages will cost you another possibly a thousand bucks more a year to have your cottage you know, in energy costs. So is this going to be the straw that fr- finally breaks your cottage owning back? Will you have to give up your cottage if this goes through? There are a lot of things that you hear cottagers complain about that they didn't before. You know, you might have to deal with a couple of loud people on your lake. But now in order to keep the cottages, some people have had to resort to, well, we've got to rent it out. We've got to do a couple of weeks here, Airbnb it. And then, you know, you've got people going up to the, a cottage that isn't theirs. And, and they're trying to suck the marrow out of summer and they're making a little bit of noise. Can you blame them? But then it gets noisy on the lake and the, your tranquility is somehow affected. And then your property taxes have increased. Is this just another situation where you're going to have to make the tough decision? Do we keep the family cottage? David and Brentford, Bradford, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kelly. I was just going to say it just seems like another grab of cash because not only are these people forced to sell their so-called legacy cottages because they can't 
no longer afford them. Um, they also t- get a hit in property values and gains. So now they reassess the value and say, oh, yeah, the, house, the cottage was built in 1930, but now it's worth $3.5 million because right. you're sitting on waterfront. So now they lose, again, another chunk of cash to the government in their property gains. So it's just, yeah, it's becoming uh, an elite society where the rich succeed, the average middle class and poor class people, we're the ones who are going to put the bill for everybody else. I appreciate the call. Hey, Aaron in Orangeville, do you have a family cottage? I don't. My uncle does. Mm-hmm. And do you think but, this uh, is going to uh, affect him another thousand bucks a year in energy costs? It's not. He's done quite well in his life. But I think I think the major thing is that we got to stop our our provincial government from doing major deals like this with the green energy that they did with the windmills and and solar farms and so forth. They they just don't have the expertise to have have the knowledge to make that deal. And it, you can see it affecting everyone. If you could imagine retire or, you know, saving towards retirement and having a 400% increase in your hydro costs, this is the reason, major, like a, a major reason why a lot of people are hitting, getting hit in the pocket. They just can't take the hit. Yep, and the hit's going to keep on coming. The uh, We're hearing the Federation of Ontario Cottagers Association was just on. The uh, president, he said, the Ontario Energy Board going to hold a hearing later this month to talk about the elimination of the seasonal rate class for cottagers. An estimation of close to 40,000 households will be paying an extra $1,000 more a year. Why? They're going to change um, you, you to possibly an R2 customer. Hey, welcome to the show. Good to have you on, Steve. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Is this going to be the straw that breaks your cottage owning back? Oh, for sure. My my family's had a cottage up in the Corthas for uh, probably the last 30 years. Uh, and when I was asked to buy into it because of stuff like this coming on, I opted not to. I bought a uh, 32-foot boat instead. Mm-hmm. $5,000 a year, and that's it. All in. Gas, dockage, the whole bit. And I know even that's not our cottage. That's, that doesn't even cover the taxes. Forget the everything else that goes on to it. So um, it's just a cheaper, more affordable uh, way to actually still get out and enjoy the, the same areas that everybody else is. Um, and then on the flip side, if I don't like my neighbors, I move. Yeah, yeah, you just uh, <laughs> you close up shop and drive to the next bay. I appreciate the call. Ryan in Port Perry, you're a member of a hunt cl- uh, camp, and this is you're saying this could affect you, so you've got a fix. Yeah, so we hunt just south of Sudbury, and we only use hydro right now for two weeks a year. So we pay for it all year, and we only use it for two weeks a year. So if the rates are going to go up a thousand dollars, we'll likely just go back to gas gas generators and just burn gas for two weeks. So you are then going to be uh, disconnecting. Yeah, we'll just disconnect it for an extra thousand dollars. We already pay a thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that to increase a hundred percent, there's there's no point. Appreciate it. Hey, Steve on the 401, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I just went to a cottage for uh, four days, and I paid $4,000. So for me to feel sympathetic with these people that own extra properties up north, I, I don't feel bad at all. All right. If they can't afford it, then they should sell it and, make, and pocket all the money. I appreciate the call. I think the reason why they're renting it is because taxes have gone up so much and they can't afford it anymore. Anthony, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You just heard Steve. Yeah, well, um, I've been a renter for almost 20 years, and I started renting out in Muskoka for 800 bucks. I just went away two weeks ago. It cost 1750 and this wow. is just for, for a three-bedroom cottage. This is not for one of those big mansions. Um, 
I'm self-employed. I had somebody come to do business with me, and he said, you know what, I'm getting older. I don't have much money, but he bought a cottage, and he at least enjoy his life a little bit, but he says when he passes his cottage on to his kids, they can't afford it, and they're going to have to sell it. So in a nutshell, there goes inheritance for people in Canada. It's out the window. Yeah, do you think this elimination of the seasonal rate class, is that going to affect your friend? I mean, a thousand bucks extra if he's going to retire up there. Actually, that won't, if he's going to retire up there, that's not going to affect him, actually. I can just throw that question out because I do know that, that if you live there all year long, this won't affect you anyways because seasonal rates didn't affect you. Yeah, a lot of people live up there or they'll move up there and they'll spend the rest of their life up there, but a lot of people won't. Yeah. Right? But the whole thing is, if you own property, it should be affordable, even, especially after you paid it off. Yeah, you know what I don't get? It's the whole jealousy thing. Well, you know, you bought in a good time. Well, they also take a risk. There is, cottage ownership is so expensive because there's so many unanticipated things that go down when you have a cottage. I remember my like my aunt and uncle like one year it was a their cottage was on kind of um I don't want to say blocks, but like stilts or whatever, because they didn't have a foundation at the time, and they had to like pour a foundation because one year they came up, the ground froze, it shifted, boom. And there's money there because you got to lift your cottage up, pour a foundation. That's an expensive endeavor. Uh, it's not cheap. Another time, you know, you deal with the animals, the critters eating your um, railings and things like that. Boom, you got to put a new deck in. It's expensive. I mean, y- y- and then people begrudge you. Why? Because you're sitting on a piece of heaven. But you're paying a fortune. You're paying through the nose. Uh, and it, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears goes into the main- maintaining these properties. Hey, Mark and Peterborough, welcome to the show. Yeah, I don't. I I think it's fair. Um, I don't think the rest of us should pay for the infrastructure that's there so they can enjoy their cottage. Like it, most of these places are in the rural area, which costs a lot to yeah, but get there electricity are, there in the fir- first place. There are a lot of people that have you know, like I mean, a lot of people send me their bills and they say there's no usage, but they're paying all year uh, long. But they've got these. It, it, you know, they're not getting a. Uh, they are getting a discount on rates, but they still have the delivery costs. They're still paying for that all year long. Even though they use zero electricity. But the infrastructure there is all wrong. So just because they choose to use it for a few months, they expect Hydra to have it there when they want it. And But they are on, but they're not. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but they are paying for delivery all year long. They are paying for that infrastructure. I just think another thousand bucks uh, more a year is going to really hurt a lot of people. I just wondered if it was... I, I get your point, but I just wonder... If this is going to be the last straw, because I think it kind of is.